feeling emotional, everybody. <laughs> I'm feeling Akash is right. I'm in my feelings. Um, I don't like people saying New York is done. I don't like all this New York is done shit. And I realize what it is. Uh, this making me so emotional, as you say, getting me so annoyed. Mm. I don't think men like to say we're emotional. Mm. You know, Charlemagne will say it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's really in touch with shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that in touch. I'm yeah. annoyed. I'm <laughs> angry and I'm pissed off. Those are words that men are allowed to use. Charlotte, bring it back. Bring it back, Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. This New York is done shit is pissing me off. I'll tell you why. Because no New Yorkers are saying New York is done. It's yuppies. That are saying New York is done. And it's people who move to New York that are saying New York is done. And they're trying to justify the fact that they abandoned this city that they were using to get rich in. Mm -hmm. Okay? No New Yorkers are saying New York is done. And no New Yorkers are leaving New York because we can't. Mm -hmm. This is where the fuck we live. Mm -hmm. And it pisses me off that there are these like super rich dudes that have the ability to just fly and go to Miami. The ability to go to the Hamptons. Jerry Seinfeld included. I know he wrote like a cool piece where he was like roasting and like getting a James Al Tucker, but fuck Jerry. Jerry is not even Can't a New you Yorker. Just get him oh, some no. flowers. <laughs> Can't you no. just let the man defend New York? My He's mother- on your side. Nope. <laughs> He's not on my side. He he's, a, he's like, I'll never abandon New York. Where are you writing this article from? The Hamptons. Shut up. You abandoned New York the second, the second it got a little, little, a little sketchy. You left, took your family to the Hamptons. Okay. And also, you're from the Upper West Side. You're not even from the Upper West Side. You're from Long Island. But you you spent your whole life in the Upper West Side. That's Connecticut. It's not New York. Nobody in New York would call you. That's Connecticut. Come on. That's, that's Connecticut, bro. It's a, I'm sorry. It's Connecticut. You think New Yorkers are like, listen, the real New York is on 72nd and Broadway. I watch. If you're Jewish, it is. Exactly. Watch when you get that nice Central Park view. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm in New York. This is the real New York. Watch. I grew up on Central Park. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm born on the Upper East Side, moved to the Upper West Side, but I spent my life in the East Village. Okay? Okay. What I'm saying is- So you haven't spent your whole life in New York? My, my, I have spent my whole life in New York. Jerry a New Yorker. He no, spent Jerry his spent his whole life West. in Long Island. Hey, he spent the majority. He came of his to New life. York for the opportunity to have a career, mm-hmm. right? And, and I can't the say best sitcom of all time. Say again. And then created the best sitcom of all time. Anyway, fantastic, yo. Anyway, and so then. so anyway, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, you guys can defend it. It's just so I don't know. Jerry just annoys me. Wipe your butt. Say a curse word, you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just say a curse word. You're a fucking 70-year-old man. Say shit. Wipe some shit off your ass. Grow up. It's a you New talk York like Times a child. Article. You He's can't locked cuss. into eight years old. You can't cuss in a New York Times Why not? article. Because they got editors if, uh, some shit. You know, I'm pretty sure you can't do it. Man, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Point is this. I'm tired of yuppies saying New York is done. New York might be done for you guys. But New York is not made by yuppies, okay? New New York York is not made by motherfuckers from Maine that moved to New York or Vermont or Tennessee, okay? New York is made by New Yorkers. We make it hot. You come here because we make it hot. And when you move away because you can't handle the heat, that don't make it done. Mm. New people are going to come in. This is skin that is being shed. This is what a lot of people don't realize about New York. All these motherfuckers that moved to New York, see New York change a little bit, and then they go, oh, New York is different now. That's what New York does. When I grew up in the East Village, you live with me in the mm-hmm. East Village. Before you live with me, the East Village was sex shops and drug dealers. By the time you live with me, it changed to Japanese restaurants and boba tea. Mm-hmm. Maybe some frozen yogurt, mm-hmm. right? In 10 years, it's going to be some other shit. 
That's what New York does. It's always changing. I remember you saying this when we first started hanging out, that like you think you know what New York is, but it's this constantly evolving thing. And you'd only be able to get that if you're from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Manhattan. Manhattan has so much turnover, right? Like I understand there's certain like parts of the city. Like That's another thing that pissed me off about Jerry. Jerry doesn't realize New York has five boroughs. He's only talking about Manhattan as if the people outside of Manhattan don't exist to him because they don't. He does not consider that New York, just like I don't consider the Upper West Side New York. Also, until you got a studio in Brooklyn, I really hear you saying too many good things about the other boroughs. What do you mean? <laughs> you are a Manhattan guy through and through. Yeah, just like Brooklyn people are like, Brooklyn. Exactly. You rep your, you rep your home team. That's what you do. People That's what Queens Jerry's doing. He's repping his fucking team. He Manhattan. Where's Jerry from? Long Island. Shut up. Okay? So he's repping whatever team that he thinks he's in. And what I'm saying is your team is not reflective of New York. It's the least culturally diverse place in all of New York City. And the whole thing about New York is how culturally diverse it is. So I don't even consider like, oh, how am I not going to get my city back? The city is much bigger than that. And also, if you're from Brooklyn, you should rep Brooklyn. If you're from the Bronx, you should rep the Bronx. I'm not saying Diaz and Merrill got to rep Manhattan. Mm. I don't know where Merrill lives. Merrill might live in Jersey by now. By now, but yeah. Yeah, but you still still rep rep BX. Right? If, if imagine Merrill's out there going, nah, Jersey's not dead. You'd be like, shut up. You're from the Bronx. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So the point is, all these people that are making these like crazy claims, Al Toucher too, making these crazy claims. Now, I know he's an alarmist. He likes to like do clickbaity type shit. And he did it. He got it. He got everybody mm-hmm. talking about it. But everything, he acts like he has like serious facts in his article. Both of them full of shit. Everything in Al Toucher's article is full of shit. We'll go through piece by piece. I read it again last night and I was like, this guy's really full of shit. Go, what, what, bring up any of the things he said. No, the thing I thought was full of shit was he had an excerpt from somebody who lived in New York 10 years and was like, it's not the same. I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I've been here 12 years. I will not say I'm a lifelong New Yorker. Mm. I don't know what the years is, but I got to be here 30, 35, over half my life. This is how I'm you know, a New Yorker. This is how you know you're a New Yorker. It used to be if you're here 10 years, you're a New Yorker. Nah, right. bullshit. This is how you know you're a New Yorker. Yeah. When shit gets a little sketchy and you don't move out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you know you're a New Yorker. Yeah. If you move out the second shit gets sketchy, you're not a New Yorker. Yeah. Your blood is not here. Your heart is not here. Yeah. We're here through and through. I was saying this yesterday to Alex, but it's like people are like, oh, it's about to be dangerous in New York. If you spent your whole life in New York and you get robbed, you didn't learn nothing. Mm. Okay? If you spent your whole life in New York and you get robbed, you either got set up by your doorman, okay? Yeah. Set up by someone at you, and that happens. Don't act like it don't happen. <laughs> you got set up by your doorman. Your first example is your doorman. Hell yeah. <laughs> The doorman don't live in the neighborhood. Do you know what I mean? The doorman will get you. You better tip that motherfucker for Christmas. You got set up by your doorman or you got set up by somebody at your work. You're not just getting robbed regular. Like, you have some spider senses for if you're about to get robbed or if you're about to get fucked up. People say this all the time. Oh, they crossed the street when they saw this group walking. Yeah, sometimes you got... Hey, (laughs) (laughs) keep it a buck. That's facts. Sometimes you cross the street. That's facts. If you're on a train late night, is only one other person off there, you get off. Bye. You get off, go to the next car. You wait, see somebody wait, really? moving in between yeah. the cars on the Why? subway? You ever see that shit happen? Yeah. That happened for two reasons. There's a homeless person that smells like shit you didn't realize until you got in the car. Okay? Or you see some shady things that might be going on, and you realize, I got to go to a car with a little bit more traffic in there yep. in case it gets real. Would crossing the street really help, though? If you're walking down the street, there's four dudes walking towards you. You're alone on the street. like It makes it certain they're coming for you. What, what so race th- are this they? Because if they're black, <laughs> it don't matter. You done. Because here's the thing. The crossing the street is wild disrespectful, right? But this is what it does. If you're walking down the same street, you're just walking into the person that's going to rob you. Yeah. You're going to work for this. 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember once I had this little electric scooter way back in the day, right? It was called Zappy. And I'm scooting, right? There's these dudes at the end of the block, right? Right? Now everybody got electric scooters. But these dudes at the end of the block, they're like, yo, that shit is fire. I love that electric scooter. That shit is fire. I was like, it is, ain't it? Scooter! (laughs) (laughs) These dudes, luckily, I literally live right across the street. These dudes literally, as I got in the building, I had to type a key code to get in. It was a key code. I had to type the key code to get in the building. I close the door. They're knocking. Yo, let us ride it. Let us try it. I'm like, man, come on, bro. If you don't get the fuck out of here. So you learn these things. Yeah. We're equipped for this. We're built for this. Yeah. I, my dumb ass, I think I was like 13. I had one of those motor scooters and I was on the block. Everybody was on the block. It was like, oh, that's just fine. That's fine. So I'm letting motherfuckers get rides right after. They would just go up and down the nope. block. One dude just hit a left and kept it booking. <laughs> no, let me tell you how this You ever saw that scooter again? I did, but no. we caught him like two miles away. Like we. we oh, you got it after. back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so we hopped you, in a car and went after them. Okay, I respect that yeah. because this is how fucking audacious New York is. When you, when you steal something from someone in New York, you're going to see him again. It's small. Yeah. That's the thing about New York. This is the most brave robbers you ever seen in your life. I remember when I, was, when I was a kid, Upper West Side, where Jerry lived. <laughs> right? Harsh New York. Harsh New York, Upper West Side. We're at this park, right? My, my dad going to play basketball at this park, right? I wanted, to go, uh, I wanted to go get a drink or something like that. So my dad was like, you guys want to keep playing with the basketball? Right? To the kids in the park, right? My dad does the right thing. It's the only basketball so they could play with it. We left. We come back. Them kids ain't fucking there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody playing basketball. West Side is rough, huh? <laughs> shit is real. I know, it might be real. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's good. Jerry abandoned that shit. It might be too thugged out for him. <laughs> so, next day, we come back, right? Brand new basketball. We go, we see the same kids there playing with a basketball that just got writing all over it. <laughs> 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 so I go, I go, yo, I think that's my basketball, but we're writing all over it. And they're like, nah, it's totally different. Yours, I don't know what yours look like, but it wasn't like this. This had writing all over it. These motherfuckers just graffitied my ball and act like it was that's their ball. That's why you hate why. graffiti. Yo, childhood it PTSD. It all comes from childhood trauma. Charlemagne is right. Yo, yo. you know what, Charlotte? You right, man. Yo. I'm a little emotional right now. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm trying to say is, it's just, it's like, look, you are going to learn. I so bad because I've done that to somebody. Yes. Wait, no, what? no, 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 no. I've been the person who takes Son. the ball right on it. You Son. took a ball to you, right I, on it. This is what people don't realize. Like, why you learn these certain skill sets. Oh, it's like, piece of shit. bro, in New York, I took my boy. He's Did from you Brooklyn. steal his ball? What's going on? Let me tell you, this is some real shit. I took my boy. He's from Brooklyn, right? He's hanging out with me, mm-hmm. okay? In my neighborhood, okay? There's a deli. Mm-hmm. A block away from my apartment on Astor Place, there's a deli on like 9th Street and 4th Avenue. I know that. You know yeah, the deli, yeah. right? Bullies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah well, different one, different mm-hmm. one, but it's on 4th, not Broadway. So we go into this deli. This is my boy in my neighborhood, but he's not from my neighborhood, so he thinks he's in a foreign land. <laughs> okay. Okay? We're in the deli. I see this guy start to look around and shit in the deli. I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on here? You know, like, you know your dog's about to shit, but you see him looking at shit before he shits, right? So he starts looking around. I go, what, what, what? what's going on now? Hey, hey. I'm like, hey, what you doing? And he, kinda, he looks at me, he kind of smiles. He takes the whole Snickers box and runs out the deli. And he goes, Schultz, let's go. I go, I know this guy. I, I got to chase after my friend for the Snickers for the guy. I go get bacon. And I get cheese every day from. Oh, that's hilarious. But that's. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Am I wrong? Once you're out of your little borough. Yep. Son, we would go out of, like, I grew up in Queens. We would go out of Queens and then, like, usually to the city. It's fair game. I was I was part of the people who made Times Square not a good Dangerous. place to go. <laughs> but you learn about this shit. Yeah. So you learn these fucking skills. So we're not worried about that. Well, yeah. well, can you explain why one person on the train is a bad idea? 
I still don't get why Son, you should move. There's no cameras. There's no nothing. And it's a long time between stops. Some I'll be honest. Shit, I two like... people on a train is, is worse. Like two people and you is worse. What? Do they know each other? Yeah. If two oh, people oh, know yeah. each other like, and it's yeah, you. I'm a, yeah. If it's a group and just me, I'm out. Yeah. You, I feel like some of this like is just, you have to also, <laughs> even if New York is safe now, coming from maybe just a bubble of uh, Dallas, we grew up with what their Texas, what New York was. So I've always kind of had a heightened like sense of yeah i remember i was walking late at night by the projects in williamsburg like as was gentrifying but these kids crossed the fucking street and then started walking behind me and then i just pulled out my phone and pretended like i was making a call or some shit just to seem like whatever and in my mind i'm like i fucking hope this works because if they realize they can rob me very easily it's done but that was enough to make them turn around but it's like you just gotta have your your fucking radar up any big city i think Dude, Especially uh, this city. Why? What do you? What do you? I'm just not about? good at this shit, bro. Son, don't <laughs> trust people. Somebody one time asked son, me. Remember when we were in? I think Chicago. Oh yeah. Son, dude crazy. comes up bro. to Mark. He's like, "Yo, what, what time all, is it?" Or some he, shit? Got, he got a half of a biscuit oh, hanging yeah. off it's, of his fucking face. Yeah. His biscuit crumbs all over his beard. Homeless motherfucker. Homeless like, fuck. Asking Mark what time it is. Like he got somewhere to be. <laughs> this crazy motherfucker don't even got a napkin. He don't got a job. Yeah. He did another mad close to Mark, right up on his shoulder. Yeah. And it's like it was almost. He was just waiting for Mark. But this is instinctual. His phone. Somebody yep. try that to me. But this is instinctual, right? Mark's dumbass that didn't grow up with this shit. You could say caring and thoughtful ass. <laughs> you could. I wouldn't describe it in that way. Mark's dumbass goes and he's like indulging this dude that's tr- about to take advantage of him in some way, shape, or form. We don't know exactly how, but how. <laughs> After the whole interaction, I go to Al. I go, yo, did you think it was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about to go down <laughs> yeah. immediately. But that's spider sense shit. Okay, can we acknowledge what you guys did in what that we moment? Do? You thought I was going to die, right? Nah. You thought I was going to get stabbed or, or lose my you phone? You thought I was about to go I down. Mean, it was possible. And what did you guys I do? Kept, and what did both of you guys do? I was do? close enough to get your phone back in case you started running. No, you did not. But both of you guys home. turned and walked away and tried to go buy a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> yo, it was po- it was the height <laughs> of Popeye's that, being. That Popeye's it was, chicken sandwich. We had we had looked through like multiple different Popeye's locations. It was sold out everywhere. Probably from that motherfucker got the biscuit all over his face. He ain't only got that chicken sandwich. You don't know what's gonna happen. We did went to like three different places. And Mark's at mad races. Like he's trying to like establish rapport with the black dude Mark's like this white country boy he's like do you know where the Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> places are <laughs> <laughs> trying to, Mark's just asking random black people where Popeye's are at in Chicago Bro, I'm the Anthony Bourdain of homeless black dudes okay I got this I can communicate but I'm being serious though. I don't know how to deal with like actually navigating that kind of shit and yo you're gonna learn the hard way yeah. <laughs> and I mean that that's the only way you learn it that's that's what I'm saying I think somebody had a joke back in the day about this I forget exactly who it is it's like like in New York, if you see a New Yorker like do something prejudice, you gotta like a New Yorker, New Yorker, yeah. do something prejudice, don't jump to assumptions yet. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, think you gotta match his prejudice and you gotta just fucking copy that. Yo, no, oh no, I'm saying like if you see like the Indian dude like follow the kids around a store, don't be like, oh, he's so racist, whatever, be like, now he might have seen those kids steal some shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I'll tell you. This a, shit happened to my girl where she happened? was walking down the street. This is like the height of the Black Lives Matter protest in New York. Yeah. We like, we're walking around. She's walking alone and she's never been catcalled before. Yeah. Like we yeah. grew up in fucking Orlando. Like it never yeah. happened. There's like so highways. Adorable. Yeah. yeah. She's never been catcalled. So some guy was like, hey, yo, where are you going? And it's like some black dude sitting on the stoop. <laughs> and she walks past him and is like, oh shit, is he like, a volunteer 
<laughs> I swear to God, this is what she told me. The most naive, cute shit ever. She goes, oh, maybe he's got like a pamphlet or like a flyer. I don't want to seem racist. Am I marching in the wrong way? Yeah, she was like so concerned. Like she had like a little bit of white guilt. Like, oh, fuck. Like I can't just like ignore this guy. She was dipping out the march early. That's what it was. She yeah. turned around and went and talked to him. No. And the guy was like, yo, can I get your number? Like you want to hang out? Like we can like just chill. And she was like, oh, oh never mind. And then walked the other way just back to where we were like <laughs> and she was like yeah i don't want to walk home alone. <laughs> we're in williamsburg that's the mind thing you. about being white is you're always afraid to look racist i was in fight as some black kid asked me for directions i started giving him he's like can you check on your phone and i was like don't have one <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is so we've been us two here so i am very robbable yo, i don't have a phone when we were in middle school actually al you're probably in elementary school at that point in time but like there was a, a thing going around this is you're young but this is why it gets ingrained. When someone asks you what time it is, it was yeah. you got the time. You look down, you're watching, then they slice your face open with a box cutter. Wait, oh, what? see, I didn't know what? that. That's but wild. We had, but we had, that's why when I hear people like, New York is dangerous now. And I'm like, you fucking pussies. Like, we had our principal tell a bunch of 12-year-olds, don't give people the time. Yeah. And I know a lot of you like listen right now like, well, don't they have a phone? This is before everybody just had a smartphone. Like, you were using a watch to tell the time. Yeah. Do you remember the buck 50? Yeah, but that story got way bigger than what it was. It was like one area of Brooklyn where it was like a gang initiation, gang initiation around thing. Halloween. So it happened to like three people. And then it was like, oh, my God, all around the city, people are getting and three people more than it should happen to. But I'm just saying. All I'm saying is like, was, that's the type of shit that like your but principal that's what you be prepared is telling for. the yeah, people yeah. in I school. I never had to be prepared yeah, for that. Yeah, I got told yeah. in school, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's so crazy. Like, if we, you and, grow and up with wear it. red on Halloween. Yeah, you could wear Son, the idea of not giving someone the time, this is how safe the suburbs in the South are. Not giving someone the time is unthinkable. How unfriendly are you? That's absurd. Like, you're a monster. My high school, we had an assembly because a kid put a goldfish in the urinal. (laughs) And people just pissing on the goldfish? Yeah, and that was the extent of our- That's how you get that shit golden, though. (laughs) (laughs) That was the extent of what our, like, high school troubles were. That's what our principal warned us about. Bro, we would have kids bring guns to school. Like, it's just the weirdest. I remember this kid once brought a gun, but he didn't bring the whole part of it. Like he was missing like the top part that goes like click click. Uh, like yeah. he just had the handle of the gun. Yeah. And he's like in his know. backpack. I don't know what he wanted to do. And I was like, where do you get that part? Like just, <laughs> he just, just brought it in for show and tell. Show like, bro, it was weird. One Did of you the guys, schools I went to had metal detectors. Did you guys have lockdowns or like code reds or any of that shit? Nah. Nah, that's your generation. My school had a policy where if there was like a crime, like a breaking crime or like a criminal on the loose within yeah. like five or ten miles of the school, they locked the whole school down. Really? So there would be like a bank robbery that happened like across town. Yeah. And our school had to lock all the doors. Everyone had to like get under the desks. Oh, really? Because of a bank robbery? Yeah. I can understand that kidnapping shit, but like that's much more like suburbs. But like criminal on the loose, like yeah. within 10 miles or some shit. Oh, I never had that. Nah, that's crazy. But I'm realizing in New York, if you had a fucking lockdown every time a criminal was within three miles of the school. Yeah. It'd be always locked down. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, always there's crime happening. A little too much activity. So here's what I think it is. I think New York Why, Watch as, how you talk about New York, son. <laughs> <laughs> watch your mouth, son. Only we can disrespect New York. New York isn't dead. The New York boom might be dead temporarily. Yeah, so look. If 20 years, who knows? That's what that's what bothered me about the Altucha article, right? It's like, he acted like since New York is, isn't constantly inflating its own economy and pricing the people who live here out, that is dead. And it's like, that's not how it works. Everything is an ebb and flow, mm-hmm. right? And the way I look at this, like, honestly, the way I look at it, it's like a blessing in a lot of ways, yep. right? Because, like, yep. we have some old, it's like a snake. That's what New York is, is a fucking snake, okay? And it's shedding its skin, and the old got to go. 
Mm-hmm. There's no reason why Jerry should be living in New York. There's no reason why James should be living in New York. You guys are, are built for the suburbs. That's what's for you, right? New York is for the young. It's for mm-hmm. the hungry. It's for the hustlers. Like, I'm telling you, I'm saying this right now, and I guarantee there are people in New York that are thinking this exact same thing. New Yorkers, don't get me wrong, there is economic insecurity, but this is a hustle city. There are people here already finding ways to make money. Like, people had printed Obama is the new president t-shirt before they he won. Yeah. They were waiting on Times Square ready to sell those <laughs> yeah. fucking shirts. Like, this is the hustle city. So people are going to find a way to get money in New York. Yeah. They're going to find a way to take advantage of it. And, like, I'm looking through that, that article, and he said, because I wrote a couple things down, he was like, the... The Time Life building is empty. This, this, what do you say? The Rockefeller Center is empty. Like, good. Who cares? Yeah. Like, nobody's going to Rockefeller Center. Like, there's so many more interesting places to go check out in New York City besides Rockefeller Center or the fucking Time Life building. <laughs> Dude, I think the point to this is that, like, New York had so much, like, deep culture and it had, like, authentic New York, mm-hmm. like, people living here. Mm-hmm. And it was these kinds of people that moved in and killed New York in the first yes. place. Yes. If any, if, if New York was dying, it was from these yuppies moving in. Yes. You know what's weird? Up is he is those kinds of people, but he's a New Yorker. Who? <laughs> Altitude. Oh, Altitude. Yeah, no, he is a New Yorker and I give him that. But at the same time, he is also representing those, like, hedge fund douchebags and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. this is what people don't realize. Like, when you talk about the New York real estate market, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, you have perspective because you come from a place where you can buy a home for $175,000. A home. A decent home. Yeah. $175,000 back at least in the ni- uh, 2000s. Decent home. You could get a decent home, right? So, like, New York's real estate market, they're like, oh, it's going down 20%. It's going down 30%. It's so inflated by people who aren't even living here, right? New York real estate, especially Manhattan real estate, was the most safe investment in the world. So, what do people with money in countries that suck do? Take their money. They hide it in a building in New York, Right? They buy some fucking apartments. You look at these apartment buildings. There was an apartment building right next to it, that big glass one where we were growing up or when we were living together. Near there, right? Half vacant. It was just Chinese people bought the apartments, never moved in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens when people buy apartments and they don't even rent them? Now there's scarcity of apartments. Those other apartments that are left cost way more. Right. Now us New Yorkers (laughs) are being penalized because motherfuckers are hiding their money here. Mm-hmm. So now if it isn't as safe a bet to invest in New York, good. Yep. Why should we be penalized for making our city dope? Mm-hmm. Like we make it cool. The artists, the entrepreneurs, the creators come in here, make it fire. The chefs, the people that open a small, cool little restaurant, make a neighborhood hip. We make it fire. These yuppies come in because they want to take advantage of it. They ruin whatever neighborhood they come into. So we make another neighborhood cool, right? That's why we're in this neighborhood right now. Mm. because the cool kids are continuing to move further out because that's the only shit they could afford. Right. Yeah. Right? New York's not dead because people are leaving. It's dead because... Because people are coming. Yeah. These fucking nerds come in, right? And then when it's not comfy for these nerds to do their nerd shit no more or to take more money out of the city, right? Yeah. They say it's dead. The audacity for you to not be able to profit as much as you used to profit in the city Yeah. off of what we create, mm-hmm. now you say it's dead. Because you can't suck any more wealth out of it. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. This I, shit been live. It's a beautiful time, man. I you, love you're it. You're going to have the rich move out, and you're going to have the transplants also that can't take it in New York move Bye. out. Bye. Now New Yorkers will actually be able to take advantage of and New the, York. And, and you know what else is kind of nice? For the first time. I'm looking to move back in if I can. Again, my girl, suburb girl, I am too, but she's more scared of it. Yeah. But the nice buildings that these yuppies all got. Ooh, rent's yeah. going down. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now for a decent amount of rent, you can have a nice building in New York. And I know some of y'all think about it, but what about the landlords that own these places? That's me. 
<laughs> I'm getting abused by this. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay. That's fine. This is the ebb and flow, the natural ebb and flow of the market. And if real estate prices need to come down, that's what the fuck needs to happen. If it's up to me, I'd rather New York with tons of young, cool, creative, hungry motherfuckers. Not some dude sitting on billions of dollars, just collecting interest and taking up all the reservations at the cool restaurants. You fucking the city up for us. Mm-hmm. So when you say New York is dead, that shit is insulting because it implies that New York is alive because of uh, implants or transplants. Mm -hmm. It's never been that. Y'all have taken advantage of what we created. So if you want to beat it, fine, beat it. Bye. See ya. Let me me try to poke holes. Please, go. New York is created by New Yorkers. I'm not a New Yorker. I won't take that from y'all. But the transplants do kind of provide like fresh blood. And having Wall Street and all these rich people does make it more lucrative to have the best restaurant in New York City because you know if you got the best restaurant in New York, it's a fucking thing because there's so many rich people who pay so much money, et cetera. I think it all trickles down in that way. New Yorkers don't go to the best restaurants mm-hmm. in New York. We go to Ben's Pizza. Then we go to the cool restaurants. We the go to the, the hip ones. Boom. We go to so, some random shit that's in a fucking food truck in an alley somewhere. We go to get the best. We go to Wohop. And spend $40, you and your girl, on a meal. Like, we've been going to the same place we always go to. Then the yuppies find out about it. Now we got to wait an hour. We got to put a reservation in this. We Mm -hmm. we even can't even go because it's too busy. So we find a new spot. But we're not going to Cipriani. We're not parking a fucking silver Lambo in front of Cipriani. Matter of fact, if we went to Cipriani, it looked corny. Like, if I'm walking by and you see me at Cipriani, you'd be like, oh, you changed. I would get criticized (laughs) by my friends for going to that place. That place is built for yuppies to feel comfortable in a place they're not comfortable in. Okay. That's fair. That makes sense. But let me ask you, just the new money. If you lose that, without rich people moving in, the New York economy, it's floated by that, isn't it? I don't know. It's floated by it. I don't know if it's I, floated I can see by. real estate being inflated, but outside of real estate, it's just a lot of money flowing in. I think it's, I, I'll be honest with you, I think it's hurt by it. Go ahead. Because I think what really floats the New York economy, not inflates it, but what just makes it float is young consumers. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you have the 1%, right? Right? That has all the money, the 1% can only eat three meals a day, fam. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. can only go to Cipriani once a day. Mm-hmm. Right, you can only go and eat in these fancy restaurants once a day. I'd rather have the ninety-nine percent, right, living in the city that are consuming three meals a day. That's way more consumption. You're moving out all the people that can afford shit and can pay for more things that actually buy stuff. You got to take the subway just to go shop at Acme or Acne, whatever that fucking store is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather tons of middle class people, lower class people, upper middle class people that can consume all the time instead of. A handful of rich people that can eat one restaurant. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second. I got to tell you all something. If you're new to this podcast, then you don't know. And if you're not new, then you do know. Hardest dicks on the planet come from one thing. It's called Blue Chew. We're not playing the games around here. It's the same active ingredients. It's in Viagra, Cialis, all the same thing. If I was on the Blue Chew, I don't even think I'd be able to wear these shorts right now. They'd be pitched up probably in front of my dick coming out the short side piece thing. Am I looking straight down the camera barrel out? You are. Damn, it's probably uncomfortable for you guys at home. It's uncomfortable for me. It's uncomfortable for you too, just having dinner. Anyway, point is, Blue Chew. It's the hardest dick you can have in your life. If you want to make your girl feel good, you want to make your wife feel good, you want to impress that new chick you're dating, you cannot play around. You just chew it out. Simple as that. You chew it out. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you that shit for free. That's right. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's it. 
and you get the hardest dick your entire life for free. Ladies, if you're listening right now, make sure your man delivers the dick that you need. Okay, for free. All you gotta do is pay $5 shipping, bluechew.com. Use the promo code flagrant. That's a done deal. Let's get back to the show. All right, what's next, guys? Obviously, look, we know there's a lot of shit going on. And um, sometimes there's stuff going on, like like this Meg the Stallion thing. It has all the elements of something that you would want to care about. And I'm, <laughs> right? Like, like that, you, I, and this is the problem with it, right? It's like yeah. everything about it, I should care about it, right? It's rappers. It's beef. It's someone got shot. Someone is five three. Some the guy is short. The yeah. girl is huge. Yeah, <laughs> right. The you can't really call a girl huge. Tall, tall. You can yeah. call her tits huge. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> right, like you, you, you have huge tits, and that's that. Whatever. She but got some high ass tits. High, yeah, tall, high ass tits. Tall tits. Tall tits. Tall. Huge presence. She even that. Yeah, Even huge that. presence sounds like a dig. Yeah, yeah. huge pre- Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like their presents, like they're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, an old, like birthday presents, like the lingerie I bought for you. Fucking like a sale, you fat bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like a parachute. So, so the, uh, so the, the 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 thing with this story is we've been trying to give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't give a fuck about it, and I blame Tori's height. That. I mean this sincerely. <laughs> I think there's something about how small he is, which makes me feel like even him shooting isn't as bad. Does that make sense? <laughs> He's defenseless. Yeah, otherwise. like and, and like I don't know. Like I just don't feel like he could aim that good. I think is also the feet is just such a weird Yosemite Sam ass way, and he black Yosemite Sam <laughs> and Tory Lanes. <laughs> You think you think before he shot Meg, he, he shot straight down on the ground and lifted up in his Nikes? <laughs> oh, you doggone it! Just... And then he just started shooting at the fucking feet. And he oh, I was thinking Elmer Fudd. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're 70 Sam, the little cowboy with yeah, the Yeah, with the mustache and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. I was thinking Elmer Fudd. I was thinking Elmer Fudd, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that goes That's him. all, folks. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that Oh, that's the pig. Yo, can you pull up a picture of your 70 Porky Sam? Pig? This is if Toy Lanes was a cowboy. Man, man that, 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 that's Elmer Fudd. What's that one? That's Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> right? What'd he do? He was shooting black bitches? Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> Yo, Tori, you can't be out here shooting these black women. Yo, do you think, okay, do you think you would care more if Tori shot another rapper that was a man? Bro. Mm. If he I, shot like Lil Wayne or some shit. That's, he should fight Lil Wayne. That's a fairer fight. <laughs> yeah, they're Dude. It's like Mitchell Russell. Could Tori beat both of them up at the same time? You mean could Meg? Could Meg beat both Tori and Lil Wayne? Well, at the no. Same if, time? if Lil Wayne and Tori got on each other's shoulders, then I think they could take her. If they had to combine into one rapper, yeah, yeah, yeah. with like a big jacket or something, that would be. If fire. they were the Transformers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she they... Megatron out here, yo. <laughs> <laughs> No. She nah, has to be fucking. I don't with. know why I'm not taking it as serious. Like, if a rapper of normal height shot even at her feet. I think I would be like super offended by it. But there's something about how tiny he is, which makes it seem insignificant. Like, I feel like maybe he was coming at her and then like she just grabbed his head and like <laughs> kept him there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that was it. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Why don't I care about I this story? Know. A man shot a woman. That should be enough. Mm-hmm. Right? 
I think. <laughs> I right? Think so. Why do? Why is this nah, not serious to me? Nah, no, it's it's serious. But it's not. <laughs> it's not. Da, 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 da. Right? <laughs> nah, nah, he should be deported and all that, but I don't know. You're right. Emotionally. There's something. What are you going to do with him? Put him in a little birdcage? Do you think? You can't put him in jail. <laughs> you got to put him in one of them little circle things and then gets, and she gets to carry that shit around all day. Do I think what, Mark? Do you think that his career is done? This is the weirdest thing. Usually, if you're a rapper, you're involved in a shooting, it elevates your career. Right. <laughs> but this could be the first shooting that actually. And hurts a rapper's career. And Tory could use all the elevation he could get. He could. <laughs> Do you he, think? Because he's short. Yeah. 5'3". <laughs> 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 Do you think he's done forever? Is like is his, his career is over? Yeah, he's done forever. For I sure. don't know. Yeah, Something done. happened. We bro. thought Chris Brown was done forever, and we saw the pictures. That's what made it hit home more. Was the pictures of a woman's face with Chris Brown? He wasn't done. Tory don't. He yeah, don't. He's not point. as good as Chris Brown. That's a good point. Yo, who I did thought, something worse? I thought Chris Brown was done. So is shooting the ground near a girl's foot worse than punching a girl that in was, the face? I wanted to know that. Who, whose action was worse? Tory's or Chris Brown? No. Neither if, is okay. If Tory was like, I literally was not trying to shoot her at all. Like, clearly I shot at the ground. Okay? Because the front of the gun is mad heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think when he shot, he launched back like a cartoon? Hundred percent. He actually made a very good case for gun control. Gun control, because you know, they say your kids could get a hold of the gun and oh, they that's do damage. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. The baby got a hold of the gun. Yeah, yo, that's true. Hundred percent, bro. Yo. Nah, dude. This is. There's something wrong with this. There's something wrong with this here. But and I and I almost. It kind of sucks that Chris Brown keeps getting brought in here because we're looking for something to equate it to. Yeah. We're trying to make sense of it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I think shooting a girl's feet near a girl's feet. Isn't as bad as punching a girl in the face repeatedly. Well, if he intended to shoot her feet, though, I think that's what it was. They were having a dispute in the car, and yeah. she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go walk back to where I'm staying." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Nah, you're not walking anywhere." And then, oh, shot that's her a feet. mafia don shit. That's wild. He, yo, that's the story. That's I read. some Joe Pesci shit. Again, there's nothing to this story. <laughs> this is the third time we've tried to talk about. This how about story. this? Yo, yo, no. How about this? Yo, Meg, Tori, stop being so boring, yo. <laughs> Stop being so bored. Like, how you have the juiciest story ever, and it's mind-numbingly boring. Canadian to talk rappers, about. bro. Canadian it's a rapper. Canadian rapper, bro. Yeah. Stop it with this rah-rah thug shit. <laughs> yeah. Get emotional. That's the theme of this podcast. Get emotional. <laughs> and Meg the Stallions. Stop dating short guys. You need. How is Meg the Stallion not with a fucking tall human Waka being? Flocka. Uh, Waka Flocka. Waka is tall enough. Uh, Luka Doncic. Oh yeah, he gave her that. Donkic. Luka Doncic needed needed to save Meg the Stallion. Yo, that yeah. would be so ill. That would be that's yo. The, yeah, Montrez Harrell need to shut his mouth forever, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he looks like a breed of of. <laughs> he looks like an actual stallion. <laughs> and if Luka takes the one <laughs> a one appropriately named person for Montrez away from him, bro. Took his prize pony, yo. Took yeah. his prize pony. Dog, I'm telling you. I think Tori had the fastest fall off of anyone I've ever seen. In my I, life. I didn't even know done. he climbed, yeah, yo. 2020, he had the highest climb Bro, and decline. Quarantine like, radio was huge. He was in a hot tub with Kylie Jenner and Meg Thee Stallion. And now he's like the biggest bum of the rap world and might never make music again. But he's fire at making music. He got to put out a song, yo. And there's <laughs> time he got independent. 
son. So he got independent at the height of his career. And then fucked up the whole shit. Up. That's why there could be a little conspiracy theory going on here. There could be. It really could be. But seriously, I, it's mind-boggling how this is boring. And it's is got it all the Is it fun to talk elements. about the snitching angle? People are saying she snitched and she shouldn't have? And then all these people like, yo, gangsters, shut up. I'm tired of y'all with your fucking rules about snitching, yo. We're fucking, bo- what's the rule, yo? Can't y'all get a constitution like America? <laughs> <laughs> you nerds. Well, technically, if you're not, if you're a civilian, then you're allowed to snitch and she's not part of this. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! That shit didn't apply when you were killing motherfuckers who were civilians that were snitching on you, right? The second a civilian is snitching on you for killing somebody in the neighborhood, all of a sudden they get killed, right? You're not like, well, they're a civilian. That's what they're supposed to do is go to the cops. True mm. or false, Al? Ooh, that's Ooh. true. Point true or false, Al? That's a true statement. Mm-hmm. It's valid. Mm-hmm. It's I like valid. some consistency from my gangsters. <laughs> I would like that. I'm tired of this shit. But Every gangster feel like they gotta talk about it. The code is a civilian is allowed to snitch. But then they kill they all the killed. motherfucking civilians. I mean, I don't see that happening. I'm sure it's just like word of mouth type of thing. Isn't that like more of a mob type of situation? You don't think that happens on the streets? No, I think like the mob does that, but I don't see too much like in the hood. But then again, I'm not in the hood, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't on. know. All I'm saying is all these motherfucking gangsters were like, 6ix9ine not a real gangster, 6ix9ine not a real gangster. And then he did some not a real gangster shit and they're like, oh, now he's a rat, he's a snitch. It's like, you said he wasn't real and then he did the shit mm. that not real gangsters do, so mm. why you mad? Yeah. And now you're defending Meg Thee Stallions. Yep. Yo, y'all are boring. <laughs> not y'all Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez bro y'all got a damn near duel you had a fucking duel you had a shootout yeah they went full Hamilton on it they went full Hamilton <laughs> only one of them had guns though well, well, that's, that's what happened true. with I'm Hamilton about, right I'm not talking about Tory I'm talking about Meg's biceps yo she's <laughs> <laughs> packing heat I really feel bad that Meg hasn't been able to spin this shit Lucy all this dead air yeah, yeah. god damn bro she was more interested in talking about her wet ass pussy real talk Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something, there's something, no, 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 this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. We have an actual shooting. What is happening in America? There is a shooting that is involving famous people, mm-hmm. and we can barely fill five minutes of conversation about it without everybody in the room just going, uh, <laughs> we're fucking bored. Yeah, guys. Nothing to say. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, deport them, sure, but like. 6 9 is the GOAT. Six oh nine is more entertaining from his getting on his room. private jet <laughs> from his fucking room yeah. than Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion in a fucking shootout. Yeah. Six nine is the fucking goat. Think about it, bro. Yeah, he's locked in his fucking house. Locked in his house. Three music videos. Yeah. Meg Thee Stallion hasn't even written a diss song about the guy that shot her. <laughs> Get to work. Put down the carrot. <laughs> for real it's, it's it's literally I don't know what to say I, I cannot believe it there's there's a certain point in time where you gotta deliver mm. she did that one Instagram live yeah right yeah no album release no song nothing I think some of her friends has some verses for Tori right Tokyo Jets or whatever like that do you know who that is the rest of the city girls oh yeah yeah there's I don't more know, than so one say what I didn't know there was more than one. The city girls. The city girls. It's plural in the name, plurals, bro. Huh? So I thought you were just talking about her like squad or whatever, like the Nikki fans. Boys to Men was more than one guy. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? That's crazy. No, I know it's more than one rapper. So she got a whole stable See out there. See how boring it is? Motherfuckers don't even look that shit up, bro. Something's off. I need Lil Duval on the case. Lil Duval needs to help that girl out, bro. 
you got to turn this into something good. I think mm. she's done with short dudes for a while. You think? <laughs> I, think, I don't think she's going to do it. She don't even want to hear about short dudes. <laughs> anyway, Luca, take that down, bro. Both of you got bummed ankles. Y'all could just <laughs> heal up together. Use the, Probably the same size sneaker. Use the same fucking ankle brace. <laughs> fit both of y'all for real. And be more interesting. Tori, say something. Tori ain't saying nothing. He ain't saying shit. Tori's an idiot, bro. He shot this chick for no reason. What a fucking dummy, yo. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What a like, fucking dumbass, yo. This is the problem with short dudes is that this one girl tries to walk away from him and he's like, nah, I'm going to shoot you. That was his solution. Al, as a Puerto Rican, you've probably experienced those emotions. Is that a normal thing? <laughs> no, I've never experienced No, no, those he's emotions. the one walking away. Not up. Oh, that usually happens <laughs> yes. in his life. That being said, Latinos are very, very rambunctious when it comes to rejection. Mm. Have no. you ever been rejected? I have. And were you rambunctious? <laughs> Not to the point of shooting a woman. But did ever. you get did you get Puerto Rican on it? Did you make it a whole fucking outside debacle? Did Puerto I Ricans take the breakup outside. Yes, I might have. rice and beans. Did you take the breakup to the streets? Because that's how the Latins do it. <laughs> no, Latins be taking the breakup to the middle of the street. Walk out on the wife beater. <laughs> oh yeah. Yo, Yo my cinnamon apple. That's a good point. <laughs> no, nah, that dude was black, right? He must have some Dominican in <laughs> Yo, that's another New York tip that I don't know. What do you do in that situation? Because this happened like the fourth or fifth time to me. What, the outside breakup? Where I see an outside breakup and the girl's like, help, someone help me. Hey, you, the gay guy with the bun. Can you call someone? <laughs> oh, that's a tough situation. To be what, what are you, you supposed gotta, to do? You got to help her, but just you might get fucked up. It's just casualty. Listen, so. you never interrupt the breakup. What right? do you do? Nah, nah, I saw one. Yeah. What's yeah. the worst could happen? Girl gets shot in the foot. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second. Look, Radix Remedies, you already know what time it is. This is the CBD sponsor of the Flagrant 2 podcast and the Asshole Army everywhere in the world. Radix Remedies, R-A-D-I-X, Remedies.com. I'm telling you, these are the guys, the best CBD products on the planet, hands down, the most variety, hands down. You have the pre roll joints they literally send you joints you smoke them you're not high all fucking day you just get some of that anxiety reduced you go out and enjoy yourself they got the tincture they got the drops they got the nighttime gummies with the melatonin be careful they have everything you could possibly want in cbd form just go to radixremedies.com you support the asshole army that's what it was what it is they supporting us they rock with us heavy okay you you use the promo code flagrant you get 10 percent off your order because those are the guys, okay? That's the team. Great guys over there. Support them. Support us. That's what we're going to do. RadixRemedies.com. Use that promo code Flagrant for 10% off. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm being serious. What do you do? I was walking down the street. This girl was like, help, he stole my phone. And the guy's like, no, she downloaded Hinge. She's cheating on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you just, no, no, no. no. Like, if you think I... it's physical danger, you got to do something. Well, what you gonna do with a guy who's willing to hit a woman in public? Somebody just called the cops. So you gotta That's what that. I say. That's the line. Somebody go, just called the cops. I, I say someone called the cops, and then the dude is usually like, "All right, thanks, fam." And then you kind of like befriend the fucking abuser. <laughs> Wait, oh. <laughs> fucking abuser to save the girl. You saving the girl? Wait, so you what gotta do you do? manipulate him? You just say someone called. You say, the cops. "Yo, someone just yeah. called the cops, man. Y'all should chill out. They're coming on the way." You don't know it's you. You say someone. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, some pussy just called the cops. <laughs> would you Sorry, know bro. That? I know you just finna beat her up or whatever. <laughs> I did that to a girl and a guy. What? They were arguing on the street. And then the annoying thing about the street arguments, this annoying thing about the street arguments, they're back together the next day every single fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. single street yeah. argument I ever seen them in my neighborhood. Yeah. Big old fucking calamity. Next day, walking down the street, eating so uh, Mr. Softy together. Put Mark. <laughs> 
Get, get in between the guy and the Don't girl. Don't get in between get, a man willing to hit a woman on the street, Mark. Just, if yo, he's going to hit a woman, he'll kill me. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, but just be like, yo, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth nah, it. And then can, bring up the cops. Though. Can I, like, can yo, I, can I, can I tell you? What can I be really, honest? Al, you're going to get him killed. Let me tell you why. That <laughs> man that man wants to hit that woman. But he'll die a hero. I don't. I, <laughs> king of the city type shit. You want to go out like that. You're not even king of the city. We never remember that guy. You get the key. No, you don't. You get the key. Who's the guy protecting a woman? You get the key to the city. So. What, 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 what? You what can't get the in. Key what, do? Yeah, yeah, you can't get in. You can't get where you want. Wait, you get the battery tunnel? Early access. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, the what the fuck key. is the key going to do, bro? That's that master key. You get it. Master key to what? Is like an easy pass? To Epstein's mansion. Right now, gyms are closed. You can go in any gym. All to yourself. Let me tell you why you not do not get in the middle that man is so angry he is about to hit a woman in public but he knows the the scrutiny that comes with that taboo that comes with that exactly Uh, he is looking but you know who could hit for someone else to be the punching bag Mm. yes you Mm -hmm. so you have to befriend that man in a you have to you have to throw the first punch in order (laughs) is that what you meant actually that might work (laughs) nah that no, might work. I mean, salt, punch him. Salt. I mean, punch him. Okay, I, I want to be clear. I'm not gonna like just gang up. Be like, yo, what did she do? <laughs> Get her! <laughs> nah, nah. That shit is. You got to be careful in those environments. Al, you're not stopping none of that shit. Yeah, I do. Stop it, bro. Son, I do. I have. You not. You not separating. And I saw a dude like in Shorty's face. And I stepped in and like, yo, chill out, chill out. It's not worth it. Chill out, all that shit. And then you bring up the police so he'll Okay, but here's out. the thing. It's not worth it is a very important line. That's something that you got to tell people. We've all stepped in. There's a difference between stepping in and going, how the fuck are you going to talk to a girl like that? Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying stepping on some aggressive, you're going to fuck him up. Exactly. But stepping on some I did protect that the woman. to my neighbor, but I could tell from his accent he was South Indian. And I was like, I got that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so wait, your neighbor is was fighting with his girl? I heard this yelling uh-huh. and it was like, I, I know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know it yeah, too yeah, well. Yeah. And <laughs> I stopped for like a minute outside the hallway. And then this guy walks by me and we both kind of stop. And I'm like, yo, do we need to do something? He's like, I don't know, man. And they just walked off. And I was like, all right. And then I hear. And then I was just like, I got to do something. So I bang on the door. Then I hear scurrying footsteps to the bathroom. Door closed, locked. He opens the door, chest heaving. He mad little. So I'm bold now. I'm just like, what the fuck you doing to your wife? And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, no, what the fuck are you doing to your wife? And then he said, where do you live? I said, don't worry about where I live. This, and I said, his apartment number. I was like, that's where the cops are coming. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, 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 come inside. I'm like, get your fucking mind. I'm not going inside. The cops are going to go inside. Don't worry about it. And then he starts yelling at me. I start yelling back. And then at that, it's done. So I fucking talk. That's how you handle that shit. Did, they call, but, did you call the cops though? I did. I snitched. I'm a snitch. I'd probably go in the apartment, bro. That's where I'd fucking Yeah, this dumbass would I'd be like, yeah, I will investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a great idea. Now that you mention it. <laughs> and then you give him a reason to fuck you up because now you're inside his house. Yeah. Yo, the cops said when they came to the apartment, they had like fled. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, they go together. And I see this guy, I see this guy all the time. <laughs> that should be pissing me off, bro. I saw him that night with my girl. And then I'm like, ah, fuck now. He was on my you girl. You think he like, looked at you like, man, I heard that shit. <laughs> From your fucking apartment. <laughs> why y'all acting like people don't yell? Yo, that's good. Why you acting like voices ain't getting raped? That's, that's good. Like, yo, real talk. That's why I waited for a minute because I was like, it could just be Indians fighting and we'd be yelling a so lot. So that's why he asked yo. what apartment? Because yeah. he was like, I've been heard that shit from 3Q. That's good couples counseling though. Yeah. That neither of you guys are trying to call the cops on each other. You know what I mean? Like both you guys are trying to mediate. If I didn't hear things. that noise, I wouldn't have done. I'd have been like, all right, I think it's just a fight. 
You mean you wait a minute or two and see? He's gonna no, call I'm, the cops on you guys. You're calling the cops on him. <laughs> Yo, can I tell y'all something? Them passionately fucking. <laughs> Same way, you know, in the argument, and you just start fucking. If, if he can't, I wish he came out naked. I'd have been so relieved, yo. So his uncircumcised <laughs> ass really dick. Just like, oh, y'all fucking. Okay. You see but you come out here. fully clothed, chest even. There's something else going on. <laughs> he might yeah. beat you up then, bro. I don't know. <laughs> if he walks out naked, you go, oh, thank God. Yo, no, that's how you can tell neighbors ain't shit. Like, neighbors only care about themselves, right? Because, like, I've had neighbors complain about my dog barking, mm-hmm. right? But I once scared the shit out of my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She didn't know I was in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Right, and she was just walking around, and I just jumped out, yeah. and she screamed at the top of her bloody lungs, murder. bloody murder, fuck, fuck, shit, ah! screaming. Neighbors didn't call down <laughs> the fucking doorman. <laughs> Neighbors didn't care about this bitch's health. The second she stopped screaming, it was like, all right, we're good. I'm yeah. fine. Fuck neighbors, yo. Yeah. So, well, you got to do that every once in a while. Keep keep your shorty sharp, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, keep her like, sharp, Al? Make sure she can handle that situation if you just hide and jump out on her. Like what? Yeah. Al ever says about a relationship is straight out of the Tory Lane school. <laughs> oh. So she can defend herself. Make sure she's ready for a scenario. What's she going to do, bro, if some dude uh, creeps up on her in the house already? Like, if you start to uh, prepare yourself for it, instead of just like screaming, then you like put your guard up or try to throw a punch or something. So you're like gonna teach you to be like, "This is Alex." <laughs> oh shit! <I> <laughs> <laughs> so when it actually oh, happens, I don't worry about it. Fuck! I didn't dude. think about that one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, I thought I was like a boxing coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Now she's not gonna be on her p's and q's at all. Fuck. Oh my god, bro! Now to the neighbor's point. Yeah. With the neighbors. Criticizing you for your dog? Yeah. I kind of understand it. <laughs> Yo, why? Mark, Mark hates you your wanna dog. You want to know why I understand dog. it? Why? Mark hates oh, your yeah. dog. So, so I hate I, I've dog. never seen Mark hate anybody. This fucking idiot stepped in shit like okay. a retard. Okay, all right, so. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. What fucking, <laughs> yo, what fucking adult steps in shit? What do you mean? It's ste- inside. Yeah, I know. How stupid are you? I understand if it's on the street you step in shit, <laughs> but how you don't see shit inside? All right. Yo, of how- all the room, no, 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 this is important. Of all the room, all the square footage in this studio, yep. you step in the one place yep. where there's shit? Okay. So this you is did on your purpose. Fault. So this how is you did on purpose? You I- saw the shit okay, and so- you fucking stepped in it. So Andrew forced his girl to get a dog or something for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So now they have two dogs. <laughs> We do have two dogs. And now I take Cookie to fucking work. He's been bringing the shitty dog that smells weird into the studio. It doesn't smell good. <laughs> <laughs> the dog, you have a Joe Biden dog. You know that? Your dog is fully Joe Biden. It's dead on the inside and it smells and it's making Bro, everyone feel dog, weird. My dog's <laughs> hair does look like <laughs> Joe Biden. You can sit my dog on Joe Biden's head and it would look no different. You got a Joe Biden ass dog I and it do. fucking smells up the whole fucking studio. Okay. And so now, and then there's pee pads everywhere. Okay. If you don't know what a pee pad is, it's basically like a trash bag with a fucking paper towel on it <laughs> that's full of pee for three fucking weeks and it never gets picked up ever I pick him up multiple times a day There's I just pick him up multiple times a day in the goddamn studio yeah yeah Mark is upset right yeah, Mark is this upset. morning he I reached be upset. I reached Stepping a tipping off. point yeah yeah you did why'd you reach a tipping I reached point a, I'll take notes <laughs> I reached a boiling point this morning because I opened the goddamn door 
after having a really hard day okay it was 9 30 in the morning i opened it up my eyes were shut and tired and kind of crusty because i was sleeping okay and then i opened up the door yep and the second i opened up the door i stepped one foot into the studio it, is, it was right up front <laughs> yeah yeah he with, got, with awesome shoes with really okay. cool shoes that make me run fast and as soon as i step in the studio all of a sudden i squish and it's not studio ground what is it andrew it's shit yeah now from, can from, i t- from now, who from what animal from cookie from joe biden dog yeah That's, from joe yeah. biden dog now I also step in his shit. It's a girl. Your dog's a girl. They're all guys. <laughs> all dogs are guys. We notice it. All dogs are guys. Okay. I also step in his shit. Did it go all over my shoe? Yes. No, it didn't. What? Yes, it did. Yes, no, it, it didn't. Did. I saw you walk into the bathroom with one shoe in your hand saying I'm about to go clean it. It didn't go all over it. It, <laughs> didn't, go, it didn't go all over it because it went all over his stupid fucking shoe, fucking idiot. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Who stepped on it first? I did. Okay, but this I is I did. Son, how you step on shit? Oh, that was shit. How the fucking idiot? How, did he how stupid not, is he? Mark, he this stepped, is on you, He son. stepped his shit. How dumb is he? It's not on him at all. He stepped his shit. Yes, it is. It didn't clean it up. It's on him. He just covered more of his shoe because you flattened it out by stepping on Who it. Who steps on shit and Who doesn't clean it up? Who steps on shit and doesn't clean it up? How you step you on do. shit again, though? It's I, first of all, I didn't already. know I stepped on shit. Okay, because That's I don't. Dumb ste- of you, I don't step on shit and then smoosh it all over the place. Wait, what? <laughs> This guy stepped on shit and then smushed it all deep down. You're not putting out a fucking cigarette. <laughs> I did. I didn't think shit was like wrapped it. all up around the side of the shoe. It yeah, was crazy. I have strong it's like legs. a fucking boot. Yeah, because I have strong legs. I stepped strong and firm. Mark the stallion. <laughs> I wish I got shot in the foot compared to what happened really to me today. It really looked like a shoehorn, dude. It was all wrapped around your fucking shoe. But that's your fault. It's not my fault. It okay? is. And I'll tell you walk that, lighter. I'll tell. No, I don't Why tiptoe. Why you walk so heavy? I don't tiptoe like you. It was on my heel. <laughs> I don't heel toe. You're like a little ballerina walking. That's in here. what I was doing. <laughs> all I'm saying is the shit ended up being all on your shoe. That's your fault. You should have known that. So you stepped in shit, didn't clean it up. Can I, can I explain to you the second reason why this is the worst? Okay, I is didn't that, know it was on there. Is that I walked in? Okay. First of all, I don't even think it was shit on your shoe. I think it was just dirt. And then after you saw me step in shit, you were like, "Oh, me too. That's crazy." And then you went and cleaned it. It was just like some random dark like dirt in your shoe. And you're like, whoa, both of us have shit in our shoe. First of all, I didn't know I had shit on my shoe. You pointed out that I had shit on my shoe. I was like, oh, did it happen to you After too? After you were standing there and like I knew a you were retard with shit all over your shoe. You just want someone else to have shit on your shoe. So you're like, oh, you got some dark shit. And then I, so that you didn't feel yeah. so stupid, I was like, oh, I also have some shit on my shoe. Exactly. <laughs> I knew you were lying. I know, it was gum. I had gum on my shoe. And you went and cleaned it for And no I cleaned reason. it off anyway. And you know what? I didn't even clean it. <laughs> I just went over there and I just forgot to clean it so it's still on my shoe I just remember right now I didn't even clean it all it's probably still on my shoe right now this is the most annoying part is I walked in Andrew's sitting in the chair and mm-hmm. like just fucking on his phone just texting away with the worst posture of all time looking like a fucking candy cane and I walked in and I was like hey Andrew there's shit on my shoe I just stepped in, sh- in shit and now it's all over my shoe and it's from your dog that you bring in this studio. and what did you want do you want me to hold your fucking hand and I looked over and I said Andrew there's shit all over my shoe and you looked up and you were like Whoa, that's really weird. <laughs> and then you went back to texting immediately. What do you want me to do, Mark? You want me to untie your shoe for you? Clean it up. I'm not gonna clean up. You just stepped all over it. If I step in your dog shit, you have to clean the shit up. That's well, the rule. Technically, that I did. Rule. I did clean up the mess you made. What mess? <laughs> <laughs> the shit was lying delicately on top of the carpet. Yeah, it's the first step into the studio. Okay, it was your second step. Yo, <laughs> I started like this dog. Okay, look, <laughs> this dog did actually intentionally. Perfect, perfectly, perfectly. <laughs> the carpet trap. is there 
Not for you. <laughs> it's there for the bikes, Mark. You found a way to like stuff your foot underneath one of the tires of the bike. You stepped on that shit on purpose. No, I would never. Yes. How many times have you stepped on a fucking carpet walking into the studio? I don't. Absolutely none. It's How many not times have you stepped on a carpet walking in the studio? Don't be a contrarian. Be honest. I'd be stepping on that shit. Thank Come you. Oh, God. 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 He don't understand you. ganging up at all. He's stepping on that shit. You no. had no friends growing up? No. He does understand. He does understand ganging up. What is this? What the fuck is this, bro? We had him set up. Nah. It was like literally the pool nah, basketball nah. where you throw nah, and then nah. you throw. And this fucking goofball over nah, here. I'd be nah. saying, I'd be saying, nah, I wish you his pair of Tims and stepped in that fucking shit with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you already so did. You would never desecrate better. such a beautiful shoe. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes you. You would never desecrate such a beautiful shoe, such a perfect shoe. Point is, don't be a fucking idiot, Mark. Look where you're walking. How are you going to bring a dog to the studio and make people step in shit? Son, I've never seen Mark hate anything so much in my Mark life. As soon as I saw him, did I, did I bust out laughing as soon as I saw your face? I've yes. never seen Mark so hate in my these, life. Look at the bottom of these shoes. Ain't no shit at the bottom of those shoes. Because you cleaned it. I didn't clean it. I brought it in there and I sat down to take a shit and I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just took it back. That's what happened, bro. Come on, bro. Watch. This guy's on fuck. This guy's about to crack, yo. Watch where Cookie shits next. Just watch. No, she took her shit for the day. It'd be a- it's all over your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she set you up. She did. She fucking bro. set your Yo, ass up. She Who came first, you. Akash or, or Mark? Mark. Mark came first. He, she knew exactly who was in the studio. And she, she don't shit. seem to like you. She That's doesn't. the thing. That's a fact. I have noticed that. Every time I'm on that couch, you be trying to get up. I'm cute. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. You and she don't give a fuck they about sent, Literally, be- energy. before you walked in, she laid a fat shit on the ground. <laughs> she did. And Son. she did not do that with anybody else. Hey, can we say one thing? That's Let me within say, like minutes. Within minutes, bro. you just got here. I just got here. I'm a, it could I, be seconds. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to be fair for real. Mark, though, you can't criticize a dog for smelling. Dog can't bathe himself. Uh, but who can you criticize for the dog smelling? My girl. You. <laughs> my girl need to wash that little son of a bitch. Okay? I, I'm, what am I supposed to do? Take it to work every day and wash it? That is true. I don't be washing our dog. Also, how girl. often you got to wash the dog? Once a week. What? Once a week? That's you got cr- that kind of dog. I'm not washing the dog more than me? That <laughs> seems crazy. Once a week? No, that's too you much. You got that kind of dog? Because they don't shit. Nah, B. Yeah, they, they I'm walking. I'm walk. I'm oh, washing shit. it. This is monthly. I'm like thinking about maybe. Now, I think maybe I was doing dog abuse because I watched that motherfucker like three times a week. Was that too much? Three times yeah, a week? Yeah, that's why you hated nah, your dog, dude, yo. That's too much, bro. Washing him like I a fucking newborn. It's not like a human. Retard, <laughs> <laughs> nah, like a mark bro. human. <laughs> nah, bro. You can't. You can't wash a dog that much. Uh, yeah, I didn't have was... a dog for a long time, and I found a beautiful family for it. So please, nobody call the cops on me. But. So you give a dog up for adoption? <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is, Al. Oh, oh I see how it is, Al. Nah, beautiful cocker spaniel. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna pay some bills for a second, guys. Stop having those horrible uh, uh, mornings. After a night out drinking, that can stop immediately. No days wasted. You don't need to waste days, okay? You got all these toxins built up in your body. You need to break them down before you wake up the next day. You got to break them down during it. And what's going to help you break them things down? That DHM detox. That's right, okay? Pills, convenient little package. Pop a couple after you have a couple drinks. Give them to your friends. I'm telling you, it is amazing. No days wasted. You not feel horrible the next day. You go to nodayswasted.co, Okay? NoDaysWasted.co Slash flagrant. NoDaysWasted.co Slash flagrant. And use promo code flagrant at checkout and you'll get 20% off 
plus free shipping. You have nothing to lose. Also, mm-hmm. if you're not fully satisfied, send it back to them. Let them know you'll get your money back. That's it. Simple as that. You got nothing to lose here, okay? If the day is wasted, you send it back to them and you get you your money need, back. I just read it again. You don't need to send it back to them. Just email them. Oh, it's wow. It's the easiest shit in the world. Wow, you get it back. All right, so go do that right now. Let's get back to the show. All right, we back. Look, let's talk about some shit that we know nothing about, but it will make sense. Let's go. The stock market mm-hmm. being lit, yeah. even though there is potential impending doom for the economy. Right. Because usually the stock market is an indicator of the future, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like people are making guesses on the future. Yeah. So you would think motherfuckers are like, let me not invest in this shit. If the yep. future of the economy looks grim, I'm not putting any money in here. Why the fuck is it lit? Robbie, yeah, who works on the monologues with Mark and myself, um, had an interesting point. He said something like, and I gotta maybe Mark, you could check out some facts on this while we say it. He said something like, ninety percent of the wealth in the stock market is controlled by one percent of the population or ten percent of the population. I'm not getting these exact numbers right, right? All feelings, no facts. Oh, there's all feelings, no facts. But an absurd majority of the money in the stock market is controlled by an absurd minority of the people investing. Right. Therefore, those people are not as affected by the pandemic. Mm. They still have money to invest. Mm. Those are not the people that lost their job at, you know, well, not UPS because that shit is booming right now. Everybody needs shit delivered. But lost their job at a restaurant or they lost their yeah. job at um, the bowling alley or these things that have to be closed yeah. now. So since those people are the ones that are liquid already, they haven't felt the catastrophic effects of the uh, the economy changing. They can still take that money and invest. Trying to poke a hole. Please, yeah. If you are those rich people, I remember Patrice saying that legit changed the way I look at money. He said, if you're like, you really understand money, mm-hmm. when bad shit is happening, you're getting like, your dick is getting hard. Hell he said, yeah. there's people who saw like the earthquakes in Haiti and they were just like jerking off. Mm-hmm. To that point, if you're those guys, you're not buying right now because you know- the stock market's about to dip. Let me wait till it dips and then let me buy. Bad shit is here. Well, it did dip once. It dipped, but it still seems like the real recession hasn't started. Yeah, yeah, but it did dip once. Yeah. What happened when it dipped? It went back up. No, but you got in. I bought in. So if you are the layman's investor, mm-hmm. you know the fucking banks are all about it. Yeah. What I, I would presume that they're making investments to protect themselves for the potential dip of the economy. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting, and I think it is dependent on who has the money. This could even fit your theory, because the point I was, the theory I was told that I believe was after the election, this shit is going to get real. Right. I think Trump is trying to, they said they think Trump is trying to keep things inflated so it looks good. And then after the election, real numbers start coming out. Yeah. Or it could also be if Trump loses the election, the rich people are going to be like, all right, well, this is about to, we're about to get taxed more. So. Let's not buy up so many stocks. Let's start figuring out different ways to maneuver. Right now, shit is good. We're, we got so the stock market's elevated. We got more to put in. Yeah, it could be. It's just interesting. Like, because, because of the lack of middle class people investing in the stock market, it's become this like utility of the wealthy. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make this episode some like, let's consume the rich shit. Like, it's, it's stupid. I'm just saying, if it is, it's not an accurate reflection of the people. Right. It's an accurate reflection of how rich people are doing. And there are a lot of rich people that made a lot of money during this recession. Yeah. I mean, if you look at billionaires, they Everyone came up. Money. Yeah. Right? Bezos came up. Gates came up. 
Yeah, people judge them, but they just, I'm telling you, there's a thing that when shit is all falling apart, there's also a ton of opportunity. And if you get that, that's a big thing to get. We're an example of that. Yep. We came up. Yep. Right? Like, our podcast has grown four times during this pandemic. You just got to be a little bold. When the, At the height of Corona panic, you and I talked, mm-hmm. and we're like, what do you want to do? And basically, we're just like, look, if you get that shit, we get that shit. But we're meeting in person because there's opportunity mm-hmm. here. Let's yeah. grow. No, I like, I don't know. I mean, I, I like those situations where everybody's, you know, assholes are tight. I mm-hmm. think that that is, uh, for me, I thrive in those kind of environments. You know, I know a lot of people, the pandemic came, they're like, I'm going to go back to my family's fucking ranch and then chill out in my family's ranch for a few months. And it's nah. like, oh, you don't want this. Yeah. This is game time. Yeah. This should have been go time. The second this shit hit and you realize, oh, nobody's going to be doing content. Are they going to be doing these whack-ass Zoom calls and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff? You should have been buckled down. Yep. Like literally... I don't know if we told the people this when they were about to like shut. Remember, they're thinking about like shutting down each borough. Mm-hmm. I almost rented a place in Brooklyn so that I could get here on the bike. Right. Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to like different uh, I was talking to like different like news journalists and shit to see if I could get us like these journalist yep. passes and then yep. we could go wherever we wanted in the city. Like you got to you got to make time for this shit. Yep, It's got to go. And it's worked out. Yep. So yeah, there's there's opportunities to thrive, man. There's opportunities to thrive in this shit. It's easy to sit back and go, "Woe is me! The government isn't giving me enough money. Mm-hmm. How can I be better?" It's like, what does that do? How does that ever work for anybody? I don't know. We always lose this lesson, but after I almost went broke, I realized you save money when times are good, so that when the rainy day comes, you make that shit rain. You start putting money in everything. Yeah. Now you can really build what you got. Have you ever heard that theory that uh like self pity? is just the other side of narcissism okay go so basically like self-pity is like narcissism obviously would be this idea that like oh i'm so self-important everything's about me always (laughs) thinking about me self-pity self-pity is just the opposite manifestation of that it's like oh like the world is conspiring against me i'm so important and my life is so valuable that me feeling bad for myself is the only thing that i can do because the whole world is trying to make me feel bad yeah so if you're gonna think about yourself you might as well do it in a positive way (laughs) <laughs> you will make the whole world about you you might yeah. as well do it in a positive way you might as well be like yeah okay the whole world is conspired to put me in this situation where I can help you know make my podcast blow the fuck up or make my content sell or it's yep. like there's a lot of people killing it right now there's an opportunity for you to fucking kill it right now yep I don't know why people don't see this there's no competition all the competition is chilling in a fucking ranch I never heard the saying fortune favors the safe safe and sound steady i never heard that it's true yo go be great it's not to to act like we haven't like gotten fucked or like lost money or these kind of things like yeah of course there are people that lost all of us but this guy's special taping got pushed a year yeah i was finally starting to sell out shows consistently and then corona hits boom so you know you'll be good how do you feel about people who are upset the government is slowly like giving them less money I mean, I I understand. That's a good question, Al. I understand the people that go, you're telling me I got to shut down my business and you're not going to give me any money? Hmm. Like, let me at least try to make my business compliant. You know, like in New York, in Long Island, Governor Cuomo shut down outdoor events that were socially distanced with masks. What the fuck do you want from us, bro? Yeah. It's like we're complying with everything. Yeah. And you're still going to shut it down? You can't you got to let these people make a living. You got to let them try. If you give them the rules and they find a way to operate around your rules, let them give it a fucking try. Yeah. What about the complaints some people say that there are 
some people that are making more money from the money the government was giving and unemployment. So be it. Nothing, no system's going to be perfect. And there are a lot of people making more money, right? And so be it. Then I mean, it is impossible to like carve out the exact amount of money that every single person should get based on how much they've like you have to just kind of do this blanket thing you have to kind of understand that you don't want to just give too much money away print too much money because then inflation could get crazy i guess i'm not an economist but i also like listen let's be honest there was like a trillion plus dollar bank bailout 12 years ago yeah that's like four thousand dollars for every human being in america man woman child so like we're just we're doing it a little bit differently. Maybe it's costing a little bit more, but we've done this before. Yeah, we printed money to give people before, and now we're just giving it to people. My, my concern the with the businesses is just like if you tell them the rules and they find a way to operate around the rules, don't continue to shut them down. Yeah, you know, especially when cases are super low. Like when if, I mean, like just let them fucking try. That's what I don't like. When you just snip their feathers so they can't even fly. Like, let them fucking try. I, if you say you got to be outside, you say you have to be six feet apart, you say you have to have all these screens up, just give us all the rules. Then let me find a way to win with those rules. I'll find a way to win. But every time I try to find a way to win, you shut down again. Now I'm pissed off at the government. Because now it seems like you're not even going to try. And you're cutting the funding. And, and you're going to cut funding? You're going to literally throw my life's work away? It's not me, but I imagine it's a restaurant or something like that. You're going to throw my life's work away? Yeah, for yeah. for for something I'm complying on, and then when there's a protest, and don't get me wrong, we support the protest, but when there's a protest, you're like, oh no, no, people should be able to peacefully protest because you want their votes. Mm-hmm. Like that is where you have to understand the business owner is upset. They should be able to protest, and I should be able to conduct businesses as as per fitting your rules or whatever, as fit your old rules when the pandemic was crazier. Yeah, man. I mean, that shit is just corny, and I understand you're doing it to like save people, etc. But like, are you really, bro? That would that would be their argument. That would be their argument. They're trying to get reelected. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get reelected. So they're like, okay, we got to keep numbers down in every way possible so that I can get de- reelected. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't care about those small business owners that are probably going to vote Republican because they uh, appreciate the Republican tax incentives way more than Democratic ones. So I'm already not getting their vote. So fuck their business. I literally think that's what it is. Where the Black Lives Matter protests are like, no, no, I need them to support me because I'm a liberal. Uh, governor, I'm a liberal mayor, I'm whatever it is. I need them to support. So whatever they want to do, we'll allow that, and that's really okay. I would imagine there are way less rules on small businesses in Republican uh, governed states. Oh, there are. Is that true? What do you mean? In terms of like businesses operating, restaurants having outdoor that's seating. Texas yeah, opened up was... so fast. That's why cases spiked in a lot of yeah, those states. But, that, though. Yeah. but there's a there is a happy medium. I thought the way New York handled it for a long time was really good. Now though, as cases are really low, you can open things up slowly. They I are. don't think you could. You don't need to be Arizona. Now they closed. That's the thing I'm saying. It's like they yeah. closed out I Governor's Island when they were doing not Governor's uh, Governor's Comedy Club on yeah. Long Island when they were doing for Tim Dillon's show when they were doing outdoor socially distant seating. We just did that exact same show in New Jersey. Yeah, that's the one rule I don't understand. But they are slowly opening stuff. Like gyms are supposed to be open next week. Good. So it's like they're slowly opening stuff again. It's just maybe there's something they realize that, oh, with these outdoor situations, it's still, if it's tented and people are still too close. Like, I'm sure there's a reason why yes, they just been of like, course there's a reason all why. of a sudden we can't do that. I just think that that reason is is manipulated by politics. And I don't even think oh, he's just trying to get reelected. I think Cuomo got his eyes on the White House in 2024. Yeah, 100%. So this is not even, this is like, I'm the hard nose, whatever, whatever he's trying to present himself as in 2024, these are the things he's putting in place now. Yeah, but- and trust me, I'm really not arguing for their side. I, I can just see their motive behind it because it's like, hey, if I'm doing this for re-election, I'm also doing this to save lives. 
I don't know that because I feel like there's other things you could have done to save lives. No, but I mean like the strict. So why don't you think that? Why do you think they're totally cool with all the protests? Because that would impinge on people's, uh, you know, right to um, protest or whatever. So it's like that. You could very easily say comedy shows freedom of expression. You could also say you have the freedom Mm. to make a, a living, and you're removing their right to make a living. I understand. And then they say, oh, and we're supplementing your income with. Not not doing enough. Now you're reducing Uh, it. Yeah. Do you think that like the conservative governors in places like Florida or Texas are also just trying to get reelected by keeping businesses open? I think they're just as hypocritical. Everybody panders to their fan base. So the, the, sorry, go. No, I just imagine that in Florida, a lot of the business owners are probably more happy than they are maybe up here. A hundred percent. Because they're like, yeah, I'm still making money. I'm still open. Like, I think, I think that Cuomo is like, I'm okay if some black people die or some white people die or whoever's going to Black Lives Matter protests die, or their grandparents die, just as so the majority of those people at those protests vote for me. Are happy me, with me. And are happy with me. And I think that the governor of Florida is like, I'm okay with some restaurant goers die, or their grandparents die, or some small business owners die, just as just so that the majority of the people there will vote for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, honestly, it sounds sociopathic to think of, and it probably is, but that are that is the type of decision that you have to make as a governor. And Every decision you, you make, you got to be a little sociopathic. Yeah. I also think, uh, this is probably, I haven't thought this through enough, but like, I don't like reelecting officials. I don't think they should have that option. You get six years, eight years, whatever you want, but you get your one term, so you don't spend the whole term just trying to get reelected. Because that's all they do the entire time in office. Yeah. Oh, these guys vote, let me make them happy. These guys vote, yeah. let me make them happy. You could argue, though, that there's like an efficiency, um, there's a, an efficiency problem with that. Like, and they say that sometimes with like the, where, the American workflow, which is like the second you get good at your job, you're promoted. Yeah. And now the person who replaces you isn't as good as you were at your That's job. why I would be in favor of extending it from yeah. four years to six or eight or whatever. Give them eight. I don't care. It almost like fits the caste system perfectly. It's like, well, yeah, you just stay there yeah. and you do that thing yeah. and you get amazing at that thing yeah. and then it will be the most efficient. And then yeah. these people will do this thing and they'll yeah. get amazing at that thing and they'll be the most efficient. Nah, I like the way you tried to make me feel that shit. <laughs> system, and well, I wanted to be on board real bad. Well, I mean, it was the, the British idea. It was our <laughs> idea. <laughs> we thought we tried it out with you guys. You know? But no, no, it, it, you understand what I'm saying. So like some people yeah. might argue, I completely understand, yeah. like especially these fucking Congress, uh, congressmen that have two year sent, uh, yeah. what is it called? Term? Two year terms. Yeah. And they spend the entire two years just trying to get reelected. Yeah. It's like you're, you're not going to do any work at all. Time. Yeah, exactly. That being said, like, there is something to say, okay, you did four years, you understand how the system works, you understand government, you've built up these relationships, maybe you can get more done in your second term. Who yeah. knows? I think Third the term, idea seven. is you that way you're always kind of trying to prove yourself, and then you can get reelected. Mm. But the flaw in that to me is most people don't vote, so those guys just prove themselves to the one who do. Mm. But if you just had your one term, I want you to have a vision and see that vision through. Yeah. Let's see what you got. I feel you, man. I feel as far as businesses go, it's like, yo, you got to decide what the fuck the rules are. If we can't be inside, fine. But let businesses figure out how to operate within the rules. Yeah. And if you keep on removing their ability to function and their ability to operate, they have every right to be absolutely furious with you. Because it seems like an attack on them and their livelihood and their families. Particularly with live performance, that's such a part of New York. Like, that's a thing people move here for, is to be a jazz musician, a stand-up comic. Like, this is a part of the economy that exists here and really only here, but like, so that's not, what that's a draw for your city. You can't shut that shit down. I don't I don't understand. There's literally a person with a microphone yelling things into it as people outside watch and support. Did I just describe a protest or a comedy show? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's the same. Well, like, are they socially the distanced? Same, because so, if they're not socially distanced, it's a protest. Then it's a protest. If yeah. they're socially distanced, then it's a communist. It's actually potentially safer. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe not as important, but safer. It isn't as important. Yeah. It's comedy. It's fun. Yeah. But it is undeniably safer. And if these rules are to keep people safe, not to get people reelected, then you should allow it to happen. Am I, Am I being absurd here? No. I mean, you just say that, oh, well, comedy shows aren't essential. Protests are an essential thing. Yeah. And so yeah. we're just cutting out all the non-essential stuff. Anything non-essential, we're going to criticize. Everything essential will sort of... I guess all right, out. so then, then stop serving alcohol. That's not essential. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep you're keeping liquor stores open and shit. They're like, oh, we want we don't want homeless people OD, and it's like, shut up. No, you have the liquor lobby that bullies the fuck out of you, so you used to keep it open. It's like yeah. that's what I'm saying. There's tons of shit that is not essential that's still open, right? The croissant shop is not essential. Getting a croissant, yeah, that's an essential business. A cronut. I got a cronut the other day. That's essential. Shit slapped though. That shit did slap. It's literally all is is you know built up to be. What's the name of it? Don Ansel or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. No, it was far. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely far. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second so you can get some uh, delicious cereal in your life. Stop messing with all those cereals. They got all that sugar. They got all that bullshit. Okay, have your kids all hyped up before they get homeschooled. I don't even know if they're going to school. I don't know what the situation is with your kids is or your life. What you need to do is get a little bit more healthy, okay? You need to get some nutrients in your body, but you don't got to stop eating Cereal, you want to have lettuce for breakfast, you got to have something absolutely delicious so you're going to have that magic spoon, okay? Magic spoon, we're telling you, four delicious flavors taste even better than the same cereals we all grew up eating, okay? You got that frosted, you got that cocoa, you got that fruity, and you got that blueberry. They added flavors. They got a peanut butter one now. They got a honey one. Will you get off the couch? Actually, you could do it from the couch. Just order that Magic Spoon. All you got to do is go to magicspoon.com slash flagrant. You get that variety pack. You try it today. Use our promo code flagrant at she- uh, checkout. You're going to get free shipping. Free shipping. Now, here's the other thing. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by 100% happiness guarantee. If you're not happy, they will give you your money back. I don't know what else to tell you, bro. You either have the most delicious cereal that you've ever had in your life that's actually good for you or... You get your money back. There is nothing to lose. Do it. Let's go back to the show. Yo, look, let's just do uh, some feelings, no facts. Because I feel like a lot of this episode was feelings, no facts. Yeah. You know, all feelings, no facts. But I don't know if we specifically hit all feelings, no facts. Why don't you just throw us some topics out that we didn't hit yet? And then we'll do all feelings, no facts. But please do not mention anything with Meg or Tori or any of that. Nah, that shit. All right, bang. Uh, major wildfires in Northern California. How do you Everything's been Sounds. burning for years, Sounds. bro. That like, shit happens every year. Who cares? I'm starting though? to really be concerned because when I was in Aspen, shit was burning. This was interesting about media is like, remember when Australia was on fire? Yeah. Did it go out? I guess so. Yeah, it had to. <laughs> right? Like yeah. what? Remember when the Amazon was on fire? No, I didn't even hear about yeah, that. Amazon was on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Did it go they, out? People said they did that shit intentionally, though. People, the the media said that they were yeah. manipulated. Even Brazilian media, this guy was like a representative for the for the Brazilian president. Was like, yeah, there's fires all the time in Amazon. This is a normal thing. Like, mm-hmm. stop. I think the the um, all the like G eight countries came together and they donated ten million dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, ten yeah. million dollars to an entire country, and the and the president of Brazil was like, keep your fucking money. <laughs> We never asked for shit. So I don't even really understand what fires are. And I have a sneaking suspicion that not only are fires quite normal, it's just what the media plays into when there's nothing else going on. As long as black people aren't getting shot, there's fire. The second black people getting shot, fires don't matter. <laughs> I really think that. That's the problem with Australia. Y'all don't got enough black people. 
<laughs> Y'all killed all your black people, and then now you got to talk about fires. <laughs> I think this shit happens every August in California. Yeah, every August there's fires. Mm. I'm, it's it, I'm done. It's just I think as of lately they've started to get out of control a little bit more. Last year was yeah. the craziest fire ever. If it ain't that whole crazy, giraffe burned. Whitney was out there trying to save a fucking giraffe. You don't see that shit. First of all, if you're a giraffe, you don't see them fires coming. That's on you. <laughs> you should have been out, right? <laughs> I don't know about these fires, bro. Like, should shit not catch fire? How do we find out about fire? Because <laughs> yeah. shit catches fire. Yeah. Right? Like, also, put it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, right? can't, like, you can't argue with that. Yo, one. like, what's taking so long? You're right by the water. I understand if Arizona catches on fire, that's a little bit difficult. There's no water around. Yeah. If California catches on fire and y'all can't figure out a way to get all that water right there, you, have, you do have every year to plan for this. So you have 11 months a year to be like, yo, this shit is coming. How do we get ready? You just take the hose and put it there. Yeah. More hoses? Yeah. Why is this so difficult to turn off the fucking fires, guys? Just open up the, the fucking fire hose. hydrant. Long ass hose from the ocean. Just pull on it from one side and get that shit going. Go like, and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Yeah. That shit rocket. And everybody, they got helicopters and planes dropping. No, 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 no. Hose. Oh, maybe you got a plane, drop a big-ass water balloon right on the top of that You don't, you don't even bitch. need it. You're getting too extra. Just a hose. In Just my, a hose. Yo, you need a lot of hoses, though. Get a lot of hoses. Sprinkler system. Put a sprinkler. Why isn't there a sprinkler system in the forest? Bro, it's the same fire every year, right? It's not a different area the fires come from. Same fire every year. That shit needs a little bit more water. It's the same fire every year. <laughs> it's the same fire every year. I think it's the same fire every year, bro. I think it literally starts in the same place every year. Son. That's what y'all get. California. Can't smoke cigarettes nowhere. <laughs> Gotta walk damn near into the forest to smoke a cigarette, and then the whole shit is on fire. All right, this Republican National Convention. They said uh, a few of the people look cocained up. Who cares? Probably. About Good for them. Yo, anybody who watches any of the national conventions is a fucking dork. Yeah. It's a pep rally. You're going to watch a pep rally? You wouldn't know nothing about cocaine, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's watching it you wouldn't yeah. know what the fuck that is. Come on. And let them get fucking riled up. Who cares? I just love that like, both sides are trying to get the uh, Benedict Arnolds of each party. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Democrat, but I'm here for the Republicans. I'm a Republican, but yeah. I'm here for the Democrats. Yeah. It's like, bro, get all this shit out of here. Let's go. Uh, Luca hitting that game winner. He's yo, he's gonna be one of the greatest players of all time, and I'm not even just bro. saying that because I'm a Mavs fan. It's so fucking ill. We got oh, this guy. It's a little early. To nah, say he's gonna be one of the, if barring injury, he's gonna be one of the greatest players of all time. We are gonna see. We are gonna see. Nah, we seeing. I wanted him. I that's, wanted to that's be true. my uh, white boy. I don't know. That's that. my white boy. I want it to be true because I know it's pissing off motherfuckers right now. Oh, it's, it's driving him crazy. Driving him fucking it's driving crazy. him fucking Watching crazy. game three where they sprained his ankle, they were like trying to rough him up and calling him white boy. It's like, yo, you're not gonna get to this guy. Yeah. He is from hell. <laughs> Whatever hood you're from, yeah. he looks at that shit like it's comfy. This is what it feels like to have like Serena Williams on your team. Oh, yeah. Yo, I you know, said like this. how black people are like, oh, it's sick. I just nah, get to fuck watch. Yeah. He is white Barack, yo. So this is he like is changed. Tiger Woods, Serena, all of Barack. Uh, all of basketball. Barack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barack, yeah. hope, yeah. change. Yeah. Okay. Bruh, both from rough backgrounds. You know what I mean? Luca probably didn't have any letters from his father to go off of. That motherfucker <laughs> just out here doing it. Yeah. Barack's not from a rough background. I grew up in Hawaii. He ain't had no dad, is what I was going off of. Boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how great is America that, like, if you don't have a dad, it's, like, so tragic? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, half the world, their dad gets, like, killed by a fucking lion. Uh, right? Like, what, what's the big deal about this, right? Yo, I don't know. I'm just saying you're not getting the Luca is all I'm saying. That's white Barack. All right, man. what else? Um, Batman trailer. You guys saw it? 
Yeah. Fire. I think it looked pretty cool, man. Fire. I think it looked pretty cool. That guy, that guy, Edward, uh, whatever his name was, his name? Snowden? No. What? <laughs> Isn't it? What's his name? the guy name? that's Twilight? I was thinking scissor hands, bro. I'm glad you said that shit. No, what is the guy's name? Robert Pattinson. Robert yeah. Pattinson. Oh, yeah. Twilight. He's having a little, little moment because he's also in that movie Tenet, the new uh, Christopher Nolan joint. Is that good? Tenet? I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. He don't flop. He don't fail. Like, he does not fail. And they're releasing it, though? I don't know what's going on with that. I really do. I saw know. they were playing it in some drive-ins, only in places where theaters weren't available, or some shit like that. Yeah, that's gonna be a tricky one to make money off of. But I would pay. I do the rental shit for that for sure. Yeah, Christopher Nolan is that. So I might buy a bigger TV for that. Ah, fuck it. It <laughs> might happen. Yeah. All right, here's the last one. Uh, Kellyanne Conway. You heard about this? This is this is lit. Yo, this is. So Kellyanne fun. Conway is that bitch that works for the president. I don't even know what she does. Worked for the president. Advisor. She's like senior advisor. All right, so that. she's an advisor. Her husband works for the Lincoln, I think started the Lincoln Project, mm-hmm. right? Which is this super anti-Trump thing. Yeah. And their anti-Trump daughter- Anti-Trump Republicans. Oh, it's anti-Trump Republicans. Anti-Trump Republicans. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So their daughter is just like wilding yeah. on social media. Yeah. But it is interesting- that like you have these two this these these this one family and there have been families that are like uh, diverse in terms of their political leanings like there's that guy I forget his name uh, Jim Clyburn is that his name sure. he looks like Red Skull okay he's got like a southern accent and he always talks about like democratic like a strategist shit oh yeah the, the Cajun like dude yes yeah what if, I, I forget his exact name he's an old school I remember old school guy he's a Democrat wife's a Republican and then they it's you know have this relationship everything's kind what's interesting about this family is they just collected checks bro yeah like you can see the motherfuckers just collected Kellyanne Conway's collecting the Trump check and her fucking husband they both have no morals, no values. Just yep. where's the money at? And the husband's like, oh, we can make money on the other side, all these Republicans. Yep. Okay, go get that money. And then the daughter is outing them. Yep. So then they both had to stop getting that bread. Mm. And I kind of respect it. Yeah, 100%. I respect the mother for leaving the White House. Like, yeah. I don't think she's doing it straight for her daughter, but she didn't have to announce that she's leaving the White House. Oh, no, House. she's doing it for the White House. The White House said, be gone, thought. You can't control your little bitch ass daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I this is my did. assumption. Oh, okay. I, all facts. I mean, all feelings, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no facts. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I guarantee he's like, yo, we can't have all this smoke going into the election. Like, your, your fucking stupid daughter is tweeting. You know, like, Trump is like, listen, my wife hates me. She won't even hold my fucking hand, but at least I keep this bitch's mouth shut. You got your <laughs> daughter just yapping away, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Also, Melania, hold his fucking hand, bitch. <laughs> like that should be pissing me off he saved you your country don't even have electricity okay you could be roasting your ass off in the summer and whatever fucking Russian whatever Luka Doncic is probably yeah, okay. one of them fucking fake Russian countries point is you got saved you got to put eight years in a stupid relationship for the public and then you get to do whatever you want for the rest of your life not only that after he's not in office I'm sure she can make money by divorcing him and writing a tell all book That's about how it. awful it was just put the eight years and he's not even at home he's golfing or he's doing some president I shit I it's a bid and you could do it. bids in a lot worse places than the White House hold your fucking husband's hand I you feel like piece of shit he's probably doing that thing he does to other presidents where he says who's boss and squeezing a hand the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he just squeezes too hard yeah. That's funny his little ass hands just pinching biting away oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the case. I don't know. Look, I, I just feel like there's you got to put some respect. You got to have some respect, bro. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to go through all these other photo ops. You're going to speak, uh, you know, and all these other different. I'm sure she's going to speak at the Republican National Convention. You're going to do all this other shit. You can't hold his hand walking down from a fucking plane. 
You're going to do it and you know it's going to make moves. I think she actually is already planning her book and her divorce and her escape. Oh, yeah. And that's why she's oh, doing these little yeah. things now. Like, I couldn't even hold his hand. You guys know I was silenced, blah, blah, blah. And then that book in a cell and oh. fly off the fucking shelves. Left wing people going to jerk I off can't. on page nine. Son, that might be enough for me to for vote that. for Trump just to put her through that torture <laughs> <laughs> for another, another four, four years. <laughs> that might be enough. <laughs> like, I wasn't before I heard that, but now the fact that she's trying to, like, get over. Mm. After he saved her mm-hmm. from from her fucking Yegzamesh country. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, a bunch of Borats and fucking goats walking around her neighborhood and he plucked her out of that shit. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yegzamesh sounds like breakfast at a Jewish spot. Yegzamesh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, guys, that's been another episode of Flagrant 2. Is there anything else we need to tell the people before we get out of here? Nah, I got a show. Oh, shit. Tell September them about 4th it. in Royersford, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, it's the Soul Joel Comedy Festival, I believe. I'm headlining, but it's an outdoor amphitheater. They're not shutting it down like pussies. So yeah. come out there September 4th. Tickets available on my website. Go get tickets. AkashSingh.com. Uh, also, we will be here Friday. Patreon.com slash Flagrant 2. Biggest comedy Patreon in the world. Not bragging, but we are. Maybe that's just a fact. There's no feelings right there. There's no hard feelings in none of the other comedy Patreons. Mm-hmm. we just the biggest one in the whole fucking world. Go find out why. Completely uncensored, unfiltered recklessness. You get a second episode every week. Every Friday we're dropping, so we will see you there. We love you. We appreciate you. Peace. <laughs>